Father, thank you for this bright new morning. And thank you for the gathering of your people. May the entrance of your word give us light. And may it give understanding to the simple. For how can a young man make his way clean? It is by taking heed according to your word. Help us to hide your word in our hearts that we do not sin against you. Help us that your word may become right now a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And God, you know that a man can receive nothing at all except that which is given to him from heaven. Grant that I speak received words and that the word may be spirit and it may be life and the way we never die. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning, God's own people. Once again, I'm grateful to God who gave me this rare privilege to be here throughout the weekend to this new week. I'm grateful to the Archbishop of Enugu Province and the Bishop of Enugu Diocese. I'm grateful to the Archdeacon, the Venerable Professor, and uh, all the clergy people working with him, and all of you, the good Lord bless you. We were talking yesterday, or rather throughout the period, about being strong, being strong. And uh, where we read today, this morning, we can see verse 7. Be therefore strong, and let not your hands be weak, for your words shall be rewarded. Be ye therefore strong, and be not discouraged, because your work will be rewarded. There are many things that are capable of discouraging us. If you see the way the country is going, you will be discouraged, a lot of things. If you see the number of attacks on the Church of Jesus Christ nationwide, you may be tempted to be discouraged. Don't mind, because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. What is written there is, be strong and they never be discouraged. Jisike Asula Ngonga Musa Giba Oshichi robbers, kidnappers, known and unknown men, having filled days in this 
country, especially in the eastern part of Nigeria, you begin to ask yourself, where is the government? Where are the police? Where are the army? Where are all of them? Some people may be killed. Nothing will be said about it. And that is all. And that is all. And if you look at these things, you may be tempted to be discouraged. So stanza two now says, Man, Uzo, Janja, Dewu, Msato, This thing that is happening, we don't know when it's. I see no problem. I see Zonye step Zopuki Zonye Nike Christ. That is in your weakness. Step into this the strength of Christ. Like we said yesterday, that Christ supplies strength. That's why you say that's why that, that song that says um, that Christ be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And there are these songs that says. Soldiers of Christ arise. No, no, the other one that says, Soldiers of the cross arise. Get thee with I am a bright. Mighty are your enemies. Hard battle ye must fight. The other one says, Soldiers of Christ arise. And put your arm on. Strong in thy strength with God. Supplies through his eternal son. If you understand that God supplies strength through his eternal son, you will not be discouraged. That's why I said be strong and be not discouraged. As far as Jesus day, as far as Christ lives, when the enemy plans wickedness, eh, God will frustrate the tokens of the liars. He will make the diviner smile. You take the wise in their own craftiness and the wisdom of the forward. He carries it headlong. That's why God, don't, don't, don't be peace. Have your peace. Don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. I'm going to spoil them. That's why Sansa 3 tells you. This country, if you look at this country, what is darkness in which Bloodshed, even with bloodshed, darkness everywhere. That eh, in the midst of darkness, there will be as a glimmer of light. Light will shine because light shineth in the darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. If you want to know the power of light, eh, the power of light, it is where darkness is. 
If you go to the main road now outside and then you flash your, your, your torch, nobody knows that the torch is shining. But when it's, it's night, everywhere is dark. Flash only knock your torch. Darkness will disappear. That who's almighty what? Don't be discouraged. There's a light on your way. 
Don't be discouraged. You understand quite well that light shineth in darkness. But darkness cannot overshadow the light. And then, he says, there will be reward for your work. Your work will be rewarded. And you ask yourself, what is reward? What is reward? I took time to look it up in a dictionary. And it says, a reward is a thing or something given in recognition of service, effort, or work done. Something given in recognition of service, effort, or work done. I looked up again. It says another meaning, another name. If you don't want to call it reward, you can call it recompense or pay. This is what I got when I checked it up. Another word for reward could be recompense. You know, if you read um, Hebrew, say, cast not your confidence, which has a great recompense of reward. Now, or pay. And uh, it says it is for service or work done. And I remember that when we were in secondary school, you know, just secondary school physics, primary physics, they say that in physics, not serious physics, so secondary school, before you ask whether I'm a physicist or not, and they ask, they say that work, work is done. When energy is expended, primary physics, work is done when energy is expended. In other words, if you, if you exact energy, exact energy, you have done some work. Work. Because it is when energy is expended. Anything you do that saps your energy, you have done a work. Work can be good or it can be bad. If you are in your office working, 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 you are doing a work. And if you see an armed robber, he carries a gun and he kills people, he is doing a work. Energy is expended. Energy is expended. So, that is the thing. And then, because work can be good or bad, um, payment is also, what he says there is that you will be rewarded for your work. You will be rewarded for your work. And uh, in social sciences, in management or administration, carrot and the stick principle is applied Carrot could be, you do well, I give you. Stick, you did bad, I give you. And then now, since it says that work, work, continue to work, it is now dependent on the type of work you do for the reward you will get. Because you have now known that reward is anything you give a person for the work he does. And then God says in Revelations chapter 13 
or before then, God says in Revelation chapter 22, verse 12, um, Behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give unto every man according as his work shall be. I'm going to give every man according to the work he has done. That work may be good, that work may be bad. It, but there's a way. God, God knows the good work we do, and he will pay us. God knows the bad work. Some of us human beings may not even know very well the good work others do, but God knows everything. I want to read very quickly Revelations chapter 2. Revelations 2, let me read. It says, verse 13, or rather verse 12, And unto the angel of the church in Pergamos write, This thing said he who had the sharp sword with two edges, I know thy work, and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seed is, and thou who despite my name, and thou hast not denied my faith, even in those days, wherein Antipas was my faithful mother, who was slain among you, where Satan dwelleth. But I have a few things against you, because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed unto idol, and to commit fornication. Verse 13 says, I know your work. I know your work. In other words, the work you are doing, God knows it. If it is good work, he knows it. Don't you see the way he told the church in Pergamon, I know your good work. You are doing well. You are strong. You are trying your best. That even when Antipas, my mother, when he was murdered, you were holding fast. You were holding your ground. But I also know your negative work. I know the other aspect of your work. Your work is that among you, you have those people who have the doctrine of Balaam. Balaam. Who is Balaam? Balaam is that Old Testament prophet. There was a time the people of Moab were fighting with Israel. And then Balak, the king of Moab, wanted Moab to overcome Israel. He looked, he saw Israel was great. Then he went and hired a prophet, Balaam. He said to Balaam, Balaam was a prophet of God. He said, Balaam, Come and curse Israel. If you curse Israel and I win, I'm going to give you a reward. He, he sent some people, they gave him, they brought multitude, big reward. And then when Belan came, I'm making it short. When Belan came, eventually, he wanted to curse Israel. He stood up there to curse Israel. He wanted to say, Israel, I curse. His smile turned. He began to say, Israel, I bless you. He wanted to say, Israel, you will die. His smile turned. He began to say, Israel, you will live. He began to bless Israel. And the way Belak looked, and this man was not cursing Israel. He said, come down. Did I not tell you to curse Israel? Why is it that you have gone there and you are, you are blessing Israel? You are blessing Israel. And then Belam said, uh-huh. no enchantment against Israel. No divination against Jacob. I tried to curse them, but God didn't, didn't allow me to curse them. When the man you see, don't you know that I promised you I'm going to give you 10 billion if you had cost these people Israel. But you have lost this reward. 10 billion is your dear I would have given you 10 billion if you had cost Israel. Then Balaam changed strategy. 
Balaam told him, okay, now let me tell you what you are going to do so that Israel will fall in the battle. He said, go and hire beautiful and seductive ladies. Send them out to the field in the fighting area, in the camp of Israel, so that the people of Israel would be seduced and they would commit fornication and adultery with them. So Balak took the strategy and then sent out beautiful ladies, ladies and they were seducing the people of Israel and the Israel people, Israelites were committing fornication with them, fornication. To the extent that one man went and he took a Midianitish lady eh, and went into the camp, Ebenezer went into the camp and was naked committing fornication with a girl. He was committing fornication. And a man called Phinehas, the son of Eliezer, the son of Aaron, the high priest, got angry. He said, this thing cannot happen here. I will not compromise it. He took a javelin. He took a spear. And he held it on them. The javelin came through the back of the man and went out through the back of the woman. Two of them died. And God said, No, 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 no. Oh, Phinehas, the son of Eliezer, the son of High, he has switched my anger. So that I don't destroy these people in my wrath. Now, Phinehas, I give unto you a covenant of peace, a covenant of everlasting priesthood. You will have it, your children will have it. A covenant of peace. It shall be well with you, Phinehas. And then God's anger, God lessened against the people of Israel. The same thing, God now is saying, God, this, this happened in the Old Testament, but in the New Testament again, some people who had the doctrine of Balaam were in the church. And God said, don't mind, despite the fact that all of you are jumping up, I know you have a doctrine of Balaam. Despite the fact that you are doing well, you have a lot of money, but I know you have a doctrine of Balaam. Some of you uh, have doctrine of Balaam inside this church. And the generation I know near, doctrine of Bell and in a church. That's why you come to the church, you see some girls dressed almost half naked. That's why you go outside, you see some church people who are Christian dressing half naked. Going. Some of them wear baloto, some of them wear, 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 wear. You see the various kinds of dresses people wear. And we begin to ask, is this thing right? Is this? And, and we condone them. We condone them. Go to a lot of churches. Apart from Anglican, go to some of these churches. You will see what I'm telling you. Some of them may deliberately wear that kind of dress that you will see their bust. And then they come and sit in the front seat. Listen to, listen to the strategy. You know, we are, we are priests. We are pastors. We know them. We, we, we get the strategy we do, they do. So when they wear such dresses, and then they will come to the front seat, they wear very mini skirt, very mini, serious. They come to the front seat and sit. And then they take handkerchief and pretend to cover their leg. They, that handkerchief they use is, they are waiting for you to put on fan. So, you see. They are waiting for a fan to be put on. Immediately you put on fan, especially this kind of fan, industrial fan. We hear, and the thing will blow away the handkerchief. When it blows away the handkerchief, those girls, they will go to the place, they will now, you know, blow the handkerchief, then they will go to pick the handkerchief. When they now go to pick the handkerchief in front of the clergyman or in front of the pastor, in front of the minister, they do like this. Something like blum blum balloon will burst out. 
We know them. There are still legends of darkness in the church. They dress to destroy. They dress to kill. They do, but God says, I know your work. Because Some of those guys who pursue them, they will come to the church. When they come to the church, you think they have come to listen to for someone. They come with wearing brass and iron. And then you see their head. They do their head are like mop. Mop age if you know. Your head like this. They be, do their head like when you see them, fear them. Now, God says, I'm going to reward you according to your work. And the reward people do can be good, it can be bad. The good reward God will give is for those who do good work on earth. The bad reward is for those who do bad work. He will reward those who do good work with the kingdom of heaven. Those who do bad work, he will reward them with everlasting contempt and damnation, says the book of Daniel. He he will reward them with everlasting contempt and damnation. That's the thing God will do. So, it is left for you to do good work, to live for God, and if you live for Him, He will reward you. Even the primary school and the nursery school, they will tell you that, they will tell you, if you, if you do good, game. Stop, stand up. Wait, 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 stand up. Party left, mark, time, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. If you do good.
result has been declared. So that we will know. When the Bible says you will be rewarded for your work. Your work is dependent on the work you did. For if you do good, work is unqualified. In English, you say work. Work is without, it's not qualified. Work does not have any adjective. But if you say good work, you are qualifying the work. An adjective qualifies a noun. So, adjective gives you the quality of the work. Qualifies, that is, gives you the quality. Good work. The quality of the work is good. Bad work. The quality of the work is that good or bad is the adjective there. Now, Matthew 25, verse 14 to 30. I'm not going to read it. I will tell you what it says. Matthew 25 says that a man who wanted to travel, he gathered his, he called his servants and he gave them talents to trade. He gave this other person five talents. You give this other person two talents. You give the other person one talent. And he said to them, do business uh, until I come. He traveled. And the people, the person who was given five talents, he used his talent. That is money. If you want five talents, call it five million. Example I'm giving. He used this money. He went to do business. And then, the other man who was given two Two million, two talents. He used his own. He went and did business. Then the other man who was given one talent, he dug a pit. And then he hid the money. And after he hiding the money, he closed the pit. Look at it. All of them, these three men, or these three servants, all of them did a work. Because to do business is to do a work. You run up and down, buy and sell. You are doing a work. Then the other man who went and dug a pit also did a work according to physics. Because for you to dig, 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 it's not easy. After digging, then he put the money and then closed it. He also did a work. And when the master came back, the master called them to give them account of what they gained by trading, by business. So you know, one day you will give account of your life before Christ. That's pure. The way you lived your life, secret sins you did, even when you traveled abroad, the immorality you committed abroad, the immorality in secret, the bribe you did, expo you did, wickedness you did, abortion you did, all of them will be accounted for. The man came by and said, come and give me the account. Man, you must give that. The way you spend the money given to you, you will give account. The money given to you is not your own. The money belongs to God. That's why the Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and the people that dwell therein for he has founded them upon the sea and established them upon the floor. God is the the landlord of the whole earth. All of us are caretaker tenants. You will give account of the way you spend the money. Now when the man came back, he called them. Come and give me the account. The first man came and said, Master, you gave me five million naira. I traded with it and I made a gain of five million. If you made a gain of five million, how many percent gain did you make? Hundred percent gain. The other man with two talent or two million came. I said, Master, you gave me two million naira. I traded. I made a gain of two million naira. If you were given two million and you made two million naira gain, how many percent did you make? Hundred percent. So the man who made 
uh, five million is not even greater than the man who made two million. All of them, both of them made hundred hundred percent because the money was given to them according to their ability. So no one is no one even made more gain than the other person. Then that other man who was given one talent, one million, if he had traded with his money and made one million, the one million should have been hundred percent of hundred percent gain. He would have been he would have leveled up with the other people. But he took the money and the heat. And then, you see, when he hit the money, when the man came back, he went on another journey of excavating the land. You understand? He had to excavate the land, dig the land again, and then brought out the money. And after bringing out the money, he covered it again. He did another work. And then, when he came, the master commended the other two. And the master said to him, you wicked servant. Wicked servant. You see, some of us are wicked though. I mean it. When you misuse opportunities God gives you, when you misuse that opportunity, use the money he gave you to do bad job, he will call you a wicked servant. And then he said, if, would you not have put my money in the bank so that I might come in and I might take it with interest? Now, this thing resembles, the man did work, but he did a bad work. That is his problem. That energy he spent in walking, digging the ground, he would have used it to go and do better things. You know, in physics, we talk of conversion. You can convert energy. You understand what I mean? Uh-huh. He would have converted that energy to a better work. Now, when we were in secondary school, I attended Bishop Crowder Junior Seminary, Oka, in Anambra State. And in those days, we had a, a, the principal, was, he was a reverend canon. We also had the vice principal, he was a reverend. We had a, a chaplain, he was a reverend, a priest. That time, we were fearing the vice principal more than the, the principal, because he would give you terrible punishment. If you do a little thing, you go and dig a pit. Uh, and then, the, little, the man read geography. So he will come, he will measure six by six by six depth. He will dig it. And after digging it, the man will come and measure it and know that it was correct. He will tell you to close the pit again. <laughs> then, our, our chaplain was a younger person. Our chaplain was not happy with him. And he, he spoke out. Why, was telling us, why should you give people this kind of punishment? The man, our chaplain, whenever he wanted to punish you, in that place in Oka, that time, we didn't have a borehole. Borehole was not common. There was a, a stream in Amorbia called Okeka. There was another one in Oka called Oba. He would tell you to go and fill two drums, fetching water from Oba or from Okeka. So you would go and fetch water, few two drunk. By the time you finish fetching water, you would have sweated. I hope you understand. Now, the man was telling us that this water you fetched will not be used to cook food for the students. You, may, you, you exerted energy, but that energy is useful because we will use the water to cook for you. But you who use the same energy, you went and dug a pit. And after digging a pit, you closed the pit. It's a useless punishment, nasty punishment, wicked punishment. I hope you understand. Uh-huh. So, if you dig a pit, 
close a pit. It's a bad work. It's a bad work. That's what the man did here in the Bible. He went and dug a pit, closed the pit. Nothing, nothing. His effort profited him nothing. Now, you will receive your pay for all the things you do, whether they are illegal or legal. Anyone you do, you will receive pay. Now, it depends on the kind of payment that will be given to you. And how will it be given to you? Your work will be tested by fire. Every work you do, secret or open, will be tested with fire. And if your work stands, you will receive a reward. But if fire consumes your work, no reward for you. No reward. But God wants to reward us. He wants to reward these people. He wants to reward you. God will reward you. So I urge you this morning, do good work. Because kingdom of God is waiting for you. Don't be discouraged, brethren. Be strong. So that God will give you good payment. It's not the will of God. God wouldn't want to give you bad reward. Oh, see, I'm coming. With, my reward is in, with me. I want to give it to every man according to his work. But he wants you to do good work so that he will reward you with good payment. And is any way the loaner. And is any way. Jesus said, it is my father's good pleasure to give you his kingdom. And the Belenabu 206, Belenabu 206 will say, Omotu kutienumbu If you do good work, God will pay you with his kingdom. And uh, let me tell you, it won't be too long we go. This world is bad that has nothing, nothing, nothing. in everlasting contempt and damnation for all the saints who from their labor labor will rest or a lot is your labor walk labor for all the saints who from their labors rest who 
by faith to all the world confess thy name Jesus be forever blessed let me hear hallelujah hallelujah Let me tell you the kingdom of God, where you will enter, where you will go. If you have gone to America, I've had the privilege of going to America. And when you go to America, you go to a school called Harvard University. I went to Harvard University. I didn't say I schooled in Harvard. I told you I went to Harvard. I hope you understand. No, my father, mama. I didn't. I schooled at University of Nigeria, Enugu campus, UNEC here. So, so I went to Harvard University. Um, I am my wife. And if you get to their medical college, Harvard University, but then I Boston. You will be a lawyer, but pure marble. That is still, yeah, nice. Oh, not even, not block. You won't see pen. You won't see, you will see precious stone. Precious stone. If you get to medical college, Harvard University, you see the, the stone, the kind of precious stone we put the built everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, you will map yourself as well. Harvard University. And then if you go to Israel, you see how beautiful Israel is. 60% of Israel land is desert. But come and see how they transformed everywhere. Come and see how beautiful Israel is. Go to London. London is good. UK is good. But I think that America and the Israel are more beautiful than UK. My own judgment. Subjective judgment. I had had the privilege of going to those places. And then if you go there, you will see how beautiful the world is. But look at me. The Bible talks about heaven where you will go. It says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has he entered into the mind of any person what the Lord has prepared for those who love him. Everything in the United Kingdom America, Israel, all of them eh, cannot enter heaven. Let me give you an example. In your house, if you are living in a flat or upstairs, your kitchen in a flat, you put your refuse bin near the kitchen so that maybe I hope you understand the dust bin, refuse bin is near the kitchen. But it is still within the building. It is there because it is qualified to be in the building. But, and is there any way? America, no, no, need in America. In their splendor, they are not worthy. They are not up to dustbin. So they can never make heaven. They are not beautiful to make heaven. That's why the Bible says that they, the world will be destroyed with a thunderous crash. And the element of the universe will disintegrate. How beautiful, even in our day. 
I left two fans. They were working, but they were old fans. I left some televisions that were working. I gave them out because when I get go plasma, I will buy better, better, better things. So those ones, Anna, we are new. Anna ba agalo. Anna ba no no for rapufa. When you need in America, Anna ba agalo. Everything in Asia, everything in Israel, Anabagalo. None of them will smell God's kingdom. They are useless as far as the kingdom of God is concerned. That is where you are going. So, eyes have not seen the, thing, the place you are going. Ears have not had the things, the place you are going. And it has not been revealed to the heart of any man. It, it, the way you are going. When you have a dream, and you have a beautiful dream that you are in America, you are in America. <laughs> that one is a dream. It has not entered the mind of any human being. What God has prepared for you. And if you know that, why won't you live a holy life? Why won't you live a life to please Him, who has called you to His kingdom and glory? We're going to a new Jerusalem. We are going to a new Jerusalem. Now Jerusalem. Now Jerusalem. There will be joy. There will be gladness. When the saints will ascend to the new Jerusalem. And if you know there will be joy. When the saints will go to the new Jerusalem. Why are you wasting your time on earth living in sin? Why are you wasting your time on earth in enmity? Why are you wasting your time defrauding people on earth? Why are you wasting your time stealing why are you wasting your time on earth lying? Why are we wasting our time on earth committing sexual immorality, this thing or the other, being seduced by the devil? Don't you know that the place you are going is better? We have a good reward. And then if listen to what God says. In Hebrews chapter, chapter 6, he says that God is not unrighteous to forget the labor of your love. In that you minister and do minister. It means, if he says God is not unrighteous, if you put it opposite, eh, um, if, if you come to hypothesis, you understand, you have the alternate hypothesis. Put it this way. God is not unrighteous. Alternate. God is not unrighteous. And alternate, God is unrighteous. God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. Then the other way is God is unrighteous if he forgets your labor of love. Do you understand? God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. The other way is God is unrighteous if he forgets your labor of love. God is a righteous God. He will never forget your labor of love. 
If you labor in his kingdom, if you labor in this church, if you labor for soul, if you try to live holy life, if you try to live a life of purity, God is not unrighteous. He will never forget this labor. He will pay you with good reward. He will give you something good. If you know how heaven is, if you know how heaven is, you will stop believing very little thing now. You know, right, when you hear that this man had stroke, your heart will flash. Hey, I'm going to BP. I'm going to go to the church. I'm down. And you wait the better. That's what I'm telling you. I was, I, want, I was in London one day. They brought one woman from her bag. They treated her, treated her, treated her in Nigeria. They couldn't. And they, they flew her to. London. You know, when you take him, when a person is sick in Nigeria, if you treat him in Nigeria, you can't get him. If you take him to India or London or um, America, they say he'll go to the last bus stop. So they took her, flew her to London. Bah! On getting to London, on her land in London, I'll be on a hospital bed. On her land on hospital bed. You don't die. And then drop right on the bed. They hadn't started treatment. You see, just like that they brought the reality of life is this the place you are going, the heaven. I mean, the place you are going, your heart will not jump there. The reason you are behaving the way you are behaving, what be everywhere you go. The reason you behave the way you behave is that you don't know what heaven is. You don't know how heaven will be. If you knew how heaven will be, you will never say idiot to your neighbor all the days of your life. Believe me. If you knew how heaven will be, eh? You will never cheat on your wife. You will never cheat on your husband. I'm telling you. It's not because you don't know how heaven is. If you know how heaven is, you will never use your handset to tell lies. Because you don't know how heaven is. You will never sin against God. And they
Sandatu solves your problem. Sandatu says, I got bo na la on my home. I bought The blessed people. I want to bless it. I want to bless it. In this year, I want to bless it. I say, Abu Tahu, Ndingosi, Mwa, Mwa, Ega, Punihen, Wute, Dum, Ewa, Kwa, Dum, Isu, Denile, Arlinine, Mwa, Ega, Punihen, Wute, Dum. In a question, no, no, yeah, we're stroke, Obi, I'm up. I say, no, now, Mwa, Ega, Punihen, Wute, Dum. La razia isu de gen, iman suzu de gen, nihi izwiki genwe, la raisu de nihi izwike. I hope you are, because of rest, God will give you. Iman suzu do, zo. You iman suzu do. That's why I say, we shall sing in that beautiful song. Amelody, your song of the blessed. And our spirit shall sorrow no more. For the joy and the blessings of rest. Because of rest, blessings of rest, God will give me. Deceives you to go and take bribe. Don't take bribe. Say no. Anytime Satan deceives you to go and sort, do something. Say no. Anytime Satan deceives you to take bribe from students to pass them. Say no. 
Anytime Satan deceives you to go and give money to lecturer to pass you, say no. Anytime Satan tempts you to go and give your body so that you may have good grade or you may pass, say no. Because Satan is leading you to hell and damnation. Let us stand up and pray. You may stand. The word of God has gone forth, quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even unto the dividing asunder of the souls and spirit, joints and marrow, and he said, the center of the intents and purposes of the heart. You want to make heaven, you want to have eternal life. If you want to give your life to Christ, it's even watching temptation. You want to do that. You want to give your life to Christ. Raise up your hand wherever you are. Quickly, quickly, quickly. God bless you. Raise it very well. Uh-huh. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. You want to be born again. You want to be a child of God. Raise your hand and I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. These hands that I raised up, I want to pray for you right now. When I pray, you say after me, My Father in heaven, I am a sinner. Your word has found me out. Please forgive me. Be merciful to me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Give me the power to become your child. Give me the power to overcome temptation and the world. To overcome Satan and flesh. Make me your true soldier. Until my life ends. In the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you. Father, I pray for your people. These hands that are raised up. Forgive them their sins. Pardon them completely. Cleanse them with the blood of Jesus Christ. Sanctify them through and through. God, please make them pure, clean and holy. Cancel their names from the book of hell and damnation. Enter their names in the Lamb's book of life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray for all of us who are here. We want to have eternal life. And you have told us that if we are, if we are strong and uh, not discouraged, you will reward us. Lord, we beg you, when you will come to reward your people, remember us. Admit us in your kingdom. Give us everlasting inheritance among those that are sanctified by faith in Christ Jesus. All who have heard your word this morning, may no one of them go to hell. I beg you, let no one go to hell. Help us to make good use of this opportunity, of this good work under the world, to live our lives worthy of you. God, you will know that no man can prevail by strength. May you give us commensurate grace to see us through. Grace that brings salvation. May your grace teach us to live for you in the name of Jesus Christ. In the very dear name that Jesus bears, 
Let every stumbling block on your way be rolled away. Catastrophe, cataclysm. Those wicked things the enemy set on your way to frustrate your life of righteousness. I collapse them in the name of Jesus Christ. I bless you. Blessings of peace. And I bless you. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.